gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! If you guys are going to assume that you don't know how to instigate the make out. So let me take you through the visualization. You walk through... Girl walks by, you see her, you open her. Are we going to go into opening? Oh, one of you actually asked about opening because I'm saying if you don't know how to open, this is probably not going to make sense either. So one of you asked about opening. Ah, uh, Yeah, one of you, Shucky Chan opened, asked about opening. Are we going to hit two birds? Are we going to get two plums for one here? Nah, but then the lessons will get mixed up because he's asking, he's going on a 30-day challenge. This is a night story. This is different. Okay, so I'll separate and we'll do... I'll cover opening at the end. Okay, so we'll stay hardcore on this. So for those of you that are thinking about, okay, how does this instant make, it go, instant make out go down? When he says, I opened her, but he didn't say in the story what he said. This is the first lesson. For those of you that are watching right now, when my mate says that I saw her walk by, I opened her, instant make out begins. But he didn't say what he said, did he? So, if this is, you know, this is one of my friends who's extremely competent, almost unconsciously competent. What do you think his opener was? This would be your first lesson. For those of you that want to know about this and want to understand the nuts and bolts of an instant makeout, think about it. If he has left out or there's an absence of what the opening sounded like, what does that indicate about what he did to open? If he hasn't said to me, because he has given me words or examples of words as in what he said to her later on in the story, but specifically here, 
He's assuming that I know something. He's assuming that I already understand something about going into an instant makeout. What is it? For some of my more advanced guys, you should be able to, if you just run the visualization and you've been through many instant makeouts uh, yourself and you just you understand how it goes, what is there a lack of and an abundance of in that open? It's a it's very simple. It's not hard. It's, it's not a uh, it's not some deep philosophical thing. It's just he's doing less of this and more of that. Okay, we got some answers coming up in here. T comes in saying <clears throat> he probably forgot what he said in the open. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey T T, you are. It's interesting is that you've given the answer in your answer, but you've also got it wrong at the same time. Oh, Jeffrey. So T said he probably forgot what he said in the open. This is fucking beautiful because you're going to be kicking yourself when we get the answer. Because you've got, you're completely, you're off, you're off, but you're also on because you're on because of something that you said, but you're off. So he definitely did not forget what he said in the open. That's not what's going on here. What's amazing is that you've actually given the answer within your incorrect answer. It's amazing. Ski then goes on to say, just think about that. Ski goes on to say, if it's one of your friends, maybe he said in quotes, I'm getting... Ski says, this again. Sorry, that was beautiful. Ski goes and say, if it's one of your friends, maybe he said in quotes, I'm getting straight watermelon vibes from you. <laughs> yeah. What's amazing is that we created that together. We uh we we used to fuck around with the watermelon going up to girls at night and just just blasting tens and tens of people across the night with listen, you're a straight watermelon. I mean straight <laughs> you're an absolute watermelon. <laughs> Getting straight watermelon vibes from you. Ah, uh, shit. That is an old school reference. We haven't mentioned the straight watermelon vibes since like social Q&A 9 or 8. That's why I couldn't help but laughing. Uh, so, Ski, as funny as that was and how much I appreciate that reference, you're also incorrect. And you're incorrect for the same reason of why T is incorrect. You guys are missing something so obvious here. T then goes on saying, well, he was just present and in a good vibe. He definitely was. It's not the answer to this, though. He then goes on to say, so the open just happened effortlessly. You're definitely correct on that. The eff- the open was effortless, which is what led to an effortless instant makeout. And an instant makeout only happens if the open is effortless. But you've again answered it in your answer. If it's effortless, what is this? Yeah. Hang on. Exil's got one more response. We'll give him one more chance. I'll give you guys one more chance to get this right. Exil goes in saying, I'm assuming he didn't say anything. Yes, Exil. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, We have a winner. Omerito gozaimasu. Here we go. Oh, yes. I'm assuming he didn't say anything. Vibed with the facial cues and eyes and just went in. Exil, for someone who wanted to learn about this, you are switched on. For someone who wanted this lesson specifically, you're bang on. T, do you understand why you were off but you're on? When T said he probably forgot what he said in the open, 
And that's why he didn't say it? Well, he... That's why you see what I'm saying. What's so beautiful about that is like, he, to exhibit what he's saying is that he didn't say anything. When you open into an instant makeout, there are, if at the maximum, if you have read, you've seen this girl coming, you've seen this girl walking up towards you, this woman coming up, maybe she's with her friends, eyes are the first thing that you connect with. Eyes are the first thing. No instant makeout begins without eyes connecting first, okay? Her eyes will tell you everything, right? If you want to get scientific about it to the uh, voluminous dilation, to what percentage they are dilated, okay, but not that I would ask you to conceptualize that in the moment or to read that in the moment. No, you just see. You look in her eyes, right? Does she have that magical look? I always say the magic in the eyes. If you guys, back when the infield was uh, on my channel before I had to take it down, so many of the times that I go up and to go up to a woman in the day, it's almost all the time at night, I'm just commenting on her eyes because that's the first thing that I register with any human being in general, but specifically with a woman I'm sexually attracted to. What does her eyes tell me? At night specifically, you guys want the first tip about instigating an instant make out? You have to be dialed into the eyes. You just read off. You read off the energy she's given off her eyes. If there is even a moment of linger, you walk past a girl in the foyer of a club, there's a moment of linger in which that, for those of you on the podcast, you have to go to YouTube to watch this, but you imagine with my hands, guys, I'm going to make sure you guys can see this. You imagine that this is you, this is her, as this happens, as you guys go by, if for even a second, there is a linger of eye contact. So you make eye contact. So let me break it down for you, for those who don't, don't know the ins and outs of eye contact. First microsecond of eye contact where you guys have come into each other's physical vicinity, the first microsecond is just a recognition that there is a human being there. There's no sexual contact or sexual intent. You haven't even had time to register if you guys are even into each other. That's the first microsecond. That's 0.1. 0.2 of eye contact now comes in a judgment. Is it safe? Is it not safe? based on evolutionary perspective, 0.3. And this is, I'm talking about in micros here. I'm not exaggerating this. This is happening at 0.1, 0.2, 0.3. 0.3. So first off, okay, there's someone there. Second, are they safe? Are they not safe? 0.3, am I attracted to them? That is the hierarchy of our, side, of our eye contact when we come past someone. If past 0.3, there is even a 0.4 or 0.5, that's it. Done. That's it. Hand goes out. What my mate would have done is that hand goes out, walks straight up to her. Hand goes out. She takes the hand straight around to the back of his neck, making out. That's it. Done. No words. He may sometimes may have said, I may say, hey, a hey might squeak out. Or hang on, hang on, maybe, maybe. But it's not necessary it's more just like a, a bit of a reaction as to, holy shit, I gotta come up to you right now. Like it's like, but it, like that's the vibe of it. So let me just let me for the let me just wrap it back up here. For those of you that have no idea, <coughs> to instigate the instant makeout. This is all predicated on you already being in an amazing creative free flow state. You've already been speaking to tens, if not twenties and thirties of people. 
you've already ascertained that oh, Adam's not needed here. My sense of self's not needed here. I'm free to engage with anyone and everyone. What does that mean? It means there will be no hesitation at anyone that you meet or you go up to. That's key in an instant maker. If you hesitate for a second, as in you stutter or you look away, you break eye contact. Nope, don't even worry about it. Don't let it go. Or just open her as usual. Don't go in for what this guy's about to do. You already need to be locked in him. You're in a creative free flow state. You're at the stage of the night that I refer to as free fall, right? In my three-step system, when you're going out at night, right? You've got the plane ride up, aka getting to altitude, which is the process of altering your emotional state, right? You've already been through that. And that's what I'm talking about here. You're already up there. You've got your plane to altitude. Now you've decided to jump out of the plane and you're now in free fall, which means that loss of sense of self, loss of sense of time, just enjoying the moment. You're in the creative flow. You're in chief mode, so to speak, without perceiving that you're in chief mode. You're actually enjoying the moment. You're just in the moment. <clears throat> that is when these instant makeouts can happen. Don't worry about trying to get into instant makeouts at the beginning of the night or <clears throat> or when you're on your plane ride up. When you're on your way to altitude, okay, getting to emotional flow state, don't worry about this because you will hesitate. You will break eye contact. You won't be able to read that look in the girl's eyes in which that there is that point one of a microsecond of a linger, which means that you act upon that immediately. You walk straight to her, hand goes out with no hesitation, full confidence, pulls to the back of the neck, and you go into the straight makeout. That requires extreme flow. That requires the awareness to realize that this is what she wants, this is what she's down for, and that I will that I'm gonna execute this, that I'm gonna honor this, that I'm gonna go straight into it. <clears throat> You need to be in the free flow state for that. Now that we have that understood, let's just wrap it up. Let's get it back there. First point of eye contact when you see someone is just recognizing that there is an object, just object uh, recognition. 0.1 of the micros, right? So next stage. Are they safe? Right, well, that's 0.1, so 0.2. Are they safe? Is this person going to hurt me? Right, the desire to... The desire to make sure that we stay alive comes above our sexual attraction, for sure. Then, stage three, which is, again, is only a point second later, 0.3, am I even sexually attracted? And remember, this is happening for both of us as this is going on. 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, this is happening for both of us. This is the key determiner of 0.4, and then what happens after that. 0.4 being that, okay, instant makeout can happen, linger. If the eyes, if that, because if it's... In real terms, what does that look like? It's like this, done, done. For those of you that are on the podcast, what I'm doing is my hands are moving as in this is her, this is me. It's that frame of time. It's literally point second. It's points of one second that you need to act upon the instant maker that gives you the signal of that, yes, this is on, right? And you will only ever be able to act upon that when you're in flow. You, because if you're thinking about that, you can't think about it. You can't think about it. And what can't you do? If, if you can't think, you're sure as hell not verbally processing anything, which is why when I said to T, the open, there's no words in the open of an instant make out. These are hardcore principles right here. There are no words. If you have time to say something, it's never going to be as good as it can be. Am I saying that an instant make out won't happen if you're thinking about it and having to say words? No. It's just never going to be as magical. It's not going to lead to uh, what obviously happened right here. 
with this girl, fucking sexual makeout ensues off the get. He yells in her ear, you're lucky we're not back in my apartment. She goes, why? And he goes, because I'd be fucking the shit out of you. And she goes, well, that's okay. And then they lead her back out and it leads to the, the threesome with the giant vibrating dildo and the fucking... This is what I'm talking about. This is the highest level of execution that I know I have seen him do in person that I do. That I, Actually, I learned a lot of this shit from him. When I told you I was going to, and I think I'll, some of you guys wanted to know about the first time I learned the instant makeouts, my first night of learning instant makeouts. Uh, some of you wanted that story. I'll get to that at the end. But I'm just wrapping up the principles here, which is that it's that quick. It's literally... See the girl, boop, boop, boop. And in that, boop, boop, in that little micro frame of, of a second, what you've ascertained is number one, there's a human being there. Number two, they're safe. Number three, I am sexually attracted. Number four, what? there's a linger. As soon as you get that linger, and it's like, you have to have been now, uh, get into that creative flow, flow state. You have had to have seen this recognition of pattern hundreds and hundreds of times to do what my guy did here, which is to just walk in. And as I said to you guys, I asked you, what did what was his open? His open would have been a hand out. She would have grabbed the hand. He would have pulled her in, put it around the back of his neck. Make out's done. That's it. And 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 you guys, how can that happen? How can it be that easy? How can, how can it be? How can it be is because you're so tapped in. You're so in the flow of it. It's just, it's a communion of two energies in which that no words needed, no conscious processing needed, and that this is it. And that, of course, at any stage, if she pulled back, if you felt any resistance, you would have, you would have abandoned ship. I say abandoned ship, you, you would have backed it up. You would have backed it up. You wouldn't have gone into the makeout, right? But all instant makeouts happen like that. That's why it's called instant. It was which that you're, you're not consciously having to process anything. If you're having to consciously process it, it's not going to be instant. It's going to take a bit of time, which is fine. There are scenarios where that's fine and that's going to happen. But we're talking about instant makeouts right here. And that's what happens. It's just like, it's like water. It's liquid. It's liquid. It's just liquid. You recognize that this girl lingered for a point of micro of a second, which means that I, I changed my direction of walking into directly in front of her with my hand out. She instinctively knew to grab my hand. I instinctively knew to put it around the back of my neck, which of course, what does that do to our bodies? Brings our bodies together. And of course, we just goes in and we go in and we kiss each other. It's very simple. It's extremely simple, but requires high, high levels of, of, uh, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say awareness. Awareness is not the right word because you're not aware in the moment. It requires high levels of humility to get yourself into the state that would allow you to execute that skill set. If you haven't been willing to go out all night, speak to everyone to get yourself into free fall, you will never enter that mode. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So back to what Ski said at the beginning of that, uh, you know, he went home really happy because he got out and got tons of experience because he's just willing to go out and meet tons of people. That's it. That's literally the crux of it. So I've given you how the instant makeout happens, the tactics of how it happens. It's very simple. You just recognize that a girl lingered for a micro point of a second. You walk up to her, put your hand out, pull her in and make out of her. And you go, okay, that's how it happens. But how you get into that state is the work. That's, That's the real skill. 
the real skill set being executed there is the hours and hours and months and years for some of you that it will take for you to get into that creative flow, right? That other people have referred to as God mode, as a beast mode, as, as I have referred to as, as free fall. To get into free fall, that is earned. You have to earn free fall. The ability to be, to have lost your sense of self and sense of time only comes through some hardcore fucking action. That comes through you and your mate getting dropped off by your mum. If you're, if you haven't got a car or you got, you get dropped off into the city center or you you got the train in, you got an Uber in, or you got the tram in or whatever, you're fucking airlifted in, into the city. And from 8 p.m., you were meeting people and in the dying stages of the night for like, you've met probably 100 people that night. Then this moment happened. Right? That's the work to get you so tuned into human behavior and to the person in front of you that you could read in a micro of a second that this girl is lingering and wants to make out right now. Again, the, the, the researchers would never find this out, would they? They would never find this out. I guarantee you what I've just talked about is in no researched paper, is not even discussed in human... In You wouldn't find any of this in any uh, published human behavior observations. In, in behavioral psychology, this what I've just talked about... Would, would even like confuse people who study this for a living that don't go out and practice it for a living that don't become practitioners or don't get be clinicians about it. But what I've just talked about is legit. Like it's not, it's not just something that we've, that we've like armchair theorized about and thought, well, this could work. No, this is like the, this guy at this stage in the journey, we fucked this up many times. Hundreds and thousands of times. Done so many hours, so many hundreds and thousands of hours of getting this. Oh, not hundreds and thousands of hours, but thousands of hours getting this in. And so that's why I was was like, that's why I can break it down so simply and so easily because I can see it in my mind of how it happens. And what's interesting is that you don't need to be uh, some connoisseur of and coach of social dynamics to know this. Any of you that have done an instant makeout, I guarantee you this already happened. This happened. You were in the state. And you act, you executed that skill set. Just whether you had the awareness of that was actually what was happening, maybe not. So, uh, okay, let me get back. To, let me just address some of you guys in the chat. And uh, I might tie it up with that story of my first time learning this. Uh, hang on, hang on. Who who is the next in the chat? So Exil comes in saying, Yoshi-sensei, yeah, Medito, man, you fucking nailed it. He didn't say anything in the open. For those of you that think that instant make has to make out has to open uh, with words, no. In fact, if anything, that's the hallmark of an instant make out, that there were no words. There might have been a slight, hey, or hang on, or ah, but, uh, some, a lot of times I would hear him, like when we'll be walking down the, the street at like 1 a.m. and he sees a girl walking by and he's like, nip, just nip. It would just make a strange noise come out of his mouth. It's the same with me. It's like, ha, what? Yeah, but it's not that you would say, but when we ask each other, because we recognize this is something that would happen, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we would say like, we weren't thinking about saying that. It's just like, 
a thing that like a, an expression, a vocal expression came out when you recognize that, hey, I'm going in on this girl here. Like, we're going to get together here. It's like, wow. It's like that. Uh, and then T then comes in saying, aha, ha, gold medal. Yes, Exil gets that gold medal. Absolutely. Uh, Ski then comes in saying, I remember, sorry, T said, aha, gold medal. Ski comes in saying, I recommend one, I remember one night a girl came up to me and stared deep into my eyes. Our faces literally centimeters apart. But I remember thinking I wasn't slightly attracted to her. So I just gave her a thumbs up. What? You gave her a thumbs up. I'm just visualizing that. That you, and this girl comes up to you, who's obviously quite attracted to you, stares you like you guys are so close that you're centimeters apart, and you just go like this. <laughs> That's hilarious. It reminds me of the octopus approach that me and one of my wings uh, uh, invented. If you want to know about the octopus approach, uh, not for this time, but if you want to know about the octopus approach, we can talk about that later. It's uh, it's key. It's key. <laughs> but just give him the thumbs up. <laughs> All right, T, T then, uh, sorry, Ski, just give him thumbs up to girls. Hey, at least he's been positive about it. At least he's leaving her on a high note. Uh, T then goes in saying, Savage, Ski. Yeah, that, that is pretty savage. It's savage in the sense that, uh, well, you've got to be savage. Not savage in a bad way, savage in a good way. Ski comes in saying, uh, I know I kind of felt bad, but I wasn't even thinking. I just knew I didn't want to do it. <laughs> okay, Ski. All righty, mate. <laughs> Xeo comes in saying, uh, the power of flow state is very strong. Yeah, it's everything. It's literally everything. The ability to be uh, tapped into the moment. It's like, it's literally what we're talking about is what you'll see a high-level professional athlete doing when they're doing their thing, right? They're, they're, they are processing so much information unconsciously that allows them to hit the ball that way, to ride the, the wave that way, you know? That's what you're saying. It's just flow state. So, okay. So there's two more questions. There's one. I'll just quickly tell my first night learning the instant makeouts uh, for those that haven't heard that story, and then we'll get to that guy's question. Chucky John, Chucky John had asked a question about how to open in the day. Which, all right, we'll answer it. We'll answer it. Okay. So, yeah. So the first time uh, that I was getting schooled on how to learn this instant makeout was by one of my mates uh, who had been out at night uh, way more, way more. He was very, very affluent, affluent, very fluent in this skill set. And it was my first night actually going out at night. I've told this story before. Uh, it was my first night going out at night. And and yeah, have I told the backstory to it? Uh, maybe not. It's not really relevant. Oh, let me just say this. It was my first night ever going out at night. In terms of like for social dynamics, I'd been out a night before for, what was I probably, I was probably 20-ish, 19 or 20. I've been doing day, going out in the day for several years, but, or th- two, three years, but fucking up. This is like right beginning of the journey. No, I, but I was probably consciously competent at this stage, not unconsciously competent, somewhere between six and nine in the day though, but never, never, complete zero, complete or 12 o'clock at going out at night. And then, and, uh, where am I in the story here? Oh, that's just my where I'm at in the stage in the journey. And so uh, 
of course, one of my hardcore wings of the time, Jordan, he been going out at night ever since he was like bloody 13 or 14 years old, like just sneaking into clubs and all kinds of things. And uh, anyways, he he would come out with me in the day, but he'll go out at night a lot as well. I just never was going out at night. I was too arrogant. And I just thought I could learn everything through the day. But it got to a certain stage where I realized he's getting so good at going out at night and the shit he's starting to get involved in. I can't ignore this anymore. Like I can't be such a white knight about about the benefits of day to ignore the benefits of going at night. And really, I was when I say being arrogant, I was just scared. I was really scared of going at night because remember, guys, I've never been a drinker. I've never drunk. I had one bender when I was 13 years old, right? Where me and one of my mates in primary school was in year seven, and my girlfriend at the time when I was 13, and and two other girls that he was he was with. We went to his place when I was 13 years old. This is when we had just graduated from primary school. We just had, it was like the night after. And uh, and he got his older sister to get us a bottle of vodka, straight Smirnoff, and uh, like 45% absolute gasoline. And I, have, I had a straight shot and we and they had goblets mixed with juice and coke throughout the night. He, was, he actually had a threesome with those two girls that night. I was with my girlfriend on the floor. Anyways, I don't know, just getting, just getting off. We're getting off on stories here. Anyways, that's the only night I've ever actually drunk. I've had sips of I've like tasted wines and tasted of alcohol, but never actually drunk other than that. So, of course, I was scared of going out at night. You got these hooligans, you got these hoons going out at night. They're all elevated to different levels of state. I was a gentleman. I was going out in the day. But I had to say, hey, man, I actually said to, I remember saying to Jordan, I need you to teach me how to go out at night. I remember saying that to him and he fucking started crying. He started crying and just, he started grabbing my tits. He started grabbing my nipples and just, but he just, he was so happy to hear me. He's just like, just teasing me. He's like, he's so happy. So we at the time, this is in Adelaide. There was about 10, 15 regular guys going out at the same time. So we organized a night where it was like, I think it was Saturday night. I'm pretty sure it was where we went up to Jordan's apartment he had two house, he had two flatmates uh, two apartment mates two housemates he lived on the strip in Adelaide at the time this is ages ago years ago I remember I remember rocking up I remember rocking up to his place uh, that night my first ever night going out and remember I'm not incompetent in social dynamics in general just at night just just never done an actual session at night other than having to go out to some other people's parties, but never for social dynamics. And so I was really scared. I was in my, I was in my bed. All, like, all of that lead up, we were going to meet at his place at 9 p.m. I was in my bedroom meditating, playing guitar, trying to do everything that I could to settle my nerves and settle my anxiety. But I was so scared. I was so fucking scared. And remember, it's different. It's different from being one of you guys that maybe like you and your best mate are going out for the first time together at night and you both suck at night. That's different. It's like... I have an ego to some degree. It's like, I know what I can do in the day and I know how bad I'm going to be tonight because I know what it was like being really bad in the day. And I'm getting schooled by someone who's very good at it and I know he's not going to take it easy on me. Jay's not going to take it easy on me. He's not going to baby me uh, just because it's my first night out. He's going to try and teach me as much as he can in one night, which of course led to instant makeouts, which is why I'm telling this story. And uh, which, by the way, I'd, it was fucking brutal. Like, I, w- I wouldn't recommend this. I wouldn't recommend if you've never been out at night before having the goal of, okay, we're going to we're gonna progress you to instant makeouts tonight and that skill set. 
It's just that Jay was a fucking maniac. He was an absolute maniac at the time. And uh, so anyways, it's, it gets 9 p.m. Uh, I remember at the time, I remember uh, my brother dropped me at his apartment, went out to his apartment, 10, at least 10 guys were in his apartment. It's a tiny apartment as well. We're like sandwiched in there. I had my fucking coconut water. I had my sleeping bag. I brought my sleeping bag, my coconut water in a backpack. And uh, I said, I'm fucking ready. I'm scared. I was. I remember Duncan was in his room, his flat, flatmate, uh, who was coming out with us. And every, everyone was in there. No one's pre-drinking, of course. This is We're all social dynamics guys. And... So we set the game plan. I say to I say to Jay, I'm like, he's so excited. By the way, he's like a little he's like a little girl. He's like a little girl running around on Christmas morning, just going, <laughs> Adam's coming out at night, and all the other guys are like, I can't believe Adam's here at night. I can't believe Adam's coming out at night because they always knew me as the day guy and like very confident in the day as well. It's like Adam, you fucking coming at night? I thought you'd be in bed by now. I'm like, I usually am. And so I've got. My, I also brought mineral water of lemon and lime, just so you know. I just remember all these details. Anyway, so we're there. We set the game plan as we always do. We set the hard set point, which all my clients know and you guys should know. We always have a plan. And remember, I'm getting coached tonight. I'm a student tonight. It's a hard game plan. Everyone meets at the wool shed. All right, we all get to the wool shed. That's the first place we go. It's about, for those of you who haven't been to Adelaide, it's about halfway down Hindley Street. It's about 10 minute walk from Jordan's apartment which is at the beginning of the strip. So we all know this, but we all know the deal, which is that we set where we're all going to the venue, we're all going to meet, but whoever gets there first gets there first. Whenever we meet each other, we meet each other. The idea is that you're going to meet every single fucking human being you can on the way there. That's the idea. And uh, shit, shit. The moment we got down, the moment we went down the lifts, he was like on the 12th floor or something. We go down, I'm shitting myself. Jordan's got his arm around my, I mean, he's like, listen, listen, it's just like, you know, in the day, it's just like, you know, it's just that it's going to be a bit more intense, be a more higher pace. And, uh, you know, you know what we do, you know, we're just going to start talking to people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But in my mind, I'm fucking freaking out. And, uh, and so we step out, we step out of the lift, out of the glass sliding doors immediately. Extremely attractive group of girls walks by. What does Jordan do? Whoop. Walk straight into him. Girls, 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 girls. He stops all of them. And now I'm like, I just instinctively just follow. I just, you know, whereas we're in the day, this is very weird for me to follow someone else into an interaction because I'm used to instigating my own interactions. But I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And like, and I very hesitantly, like, I, I get there, but I don't like necessarily run into the interaction. And I get in and I'm like, oh, shit. So let's begin. Anyways, follow through the night, fast forward through. We spend a good 30, 60 minutes or so just talking to people on the street, getting into the vibe. And, uh, you know, that's great. And that's all new and getting used to that. We get into the club. Uh, we meet other guys at the club. There's a few guys in the Trode Crystal. And it's fine. We're moving around. Jordan is just throwing me left and right. These girls, that girl's the most attractive girls you've ever seen. Just fucking this. Yep. Dad. Like I've, I've completely let go of control. Uh, I'm sure I've like dropped several liters worth of sweat. This is in the summer and we've already met a good 60, 70 people by probably I'll say about 1, 2 a.m. We f- Here's the lesson though. We we find ourselves in front of the Apple store in Rundle Mall. Shout out to Mike if you're listening to this. So for those that have never been to Adelaide, there's two strips separated by the mall. 
you got the mole where the balls balls are in the middle. That's where everyone meets. You got Heinley Street to the left, Rundle Street to the right. Rundle Street's where all the classy bars are and a lot of bars are. To the left is the club strip. Heinley Street is a lot of there are bars, but there's a lot of clubs down there. So but throughout the night, people go back and forward between the two different strips uh, to get down to different ends, whether you want to go to bars or clubs. And so, but in the mall, everyone has to go through the mall. So there's so many interactions to be had in the mall itself, which is just pure, you know, kind of dirty day game. It's kind of dirty day because it's, you're not in class or uh, bubs or bubs, <laughs> not in pubs or bubs, <laughs> pubs, pubs or clubs. There we go. Bars or clubs. You're not in either of those, but it's still the night. So you're still using a lot of your day principles. Anyway, so we're very deep into the night here. Uh, I'm, I'm used to it now. I'm used to the aggressiveness of it. Uh, Jay has been showing me consistently these instant makeouts. He's been just uh, flying left, right, and center. He's been going up to girls just on the street and walking between the clubs we've been going into, just making out of girls. And I'm fucking freaking out. And I'm just like, because I know he's going to ask me to do this. It's like, it hasn't happened yet. He's been very strategic with it, but he's been, I know he's, 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 uh, he loves anime like me and he's treating this like it's an episode. He's treating this like we're, we're deep and deep in an episode of an anime of some kind. And so he's been very chess movie about it. He knows what he's trying to teach me. He's, uh, he's like, he's telling me what I need to do, what I need to say, et cetera, how, I'm, how it needs to come out. He's giving me feedback. He's coming in and rescuing me in different sets and uh, taking control of sets, which again is very weird for me. You know, it's like, it's very, it's very strange for me, like having to get rescued in a set because normally I'm the one rescuing people's, people at sets in the day. And, uh, and also not used to having the girls being more uh, focused and attracted to the other guy in the set because normally I'm the one uh, dominating the set, having people and showing other guys. And so it's it's very... It's very fucking hectic. Let's just say that. And we finally hit upon the stage of the night where he decides, all right, Adam, it's time for you to learn the instant makeout. Rundle Mall in front of the Apple store. Albert, to Ski's, uh, to Ski's point in there, not the most attractive girl walks by. All right. Uh, we can see her and a group of her friends are coming up on us, probably a good 20, 30 meters. We've got a good, we're walking past the Apple store. And he goes, all right, Adam, I want you to try your first mate instant makeout now. And, but that's all he says. And I'm like, what? Excuse it? And he just pushes me. He pushes me on the back. And, and I didn't even say which girl or which one, but I think instinctively, it probably must have been subconsciously, I chose the least attractive girl, probably just because it was the least intimidating. It was the one that I thought was going to work with the most. But this is happening in microseconds, right? He just said, okay, Adam, I want you to try the instant makeout. Pushes me off the back. I see this girl. She's like a kind of like a short Latino girl. Definitely not my type of girl. I mean, I really like Latino girls, but she's not that physically attractive. Not my type of girl for sure. But I'm just like, oh, fuck. I've been seeing Jordan do this thing where he just puts his hand out and just pulls her in. So fuck it. I try it. And I remember a shout out to Mike because Mike was with us. Mike and Naj and a few other guys were with us. And they were all watching this. Pulls us in. I put my hand out. She grabs it. She's like fucking pinging off something. She's lit. She's definitely drunk. Her eyes are going crazy, but she's so happy. And I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I put my hand out. She grabs my hand. I pull her in and I just start making out of her. And and then it was like an epiphany. It was like a Satori when it was done. It's like it it lasted for like probably like 
15, 10, 15 seconds. And I can hear Jordan in the background going, ah, and just like sounding little eyes. He's just yelling. He's yell- running around in the mall, jumping on my other mates. Just got a couple. He's like out of fucking. Like there are people just they're whistling, they're whistling, they're yahooing because I'm getting my first instant breakout of my life in here. <laughs> I can still hear him, still going. Ah! <laughs> Shit, good times. And so the makeout, we break out the makeout. Her friends actually pull her away. They walk back down Arundel Street. Jordan comes up to me and starts shaking me and jumping on me, of course, grabbing my tits again. It's a thing, just a thing we used to do to fuck with each other in sets. We'd literally go up to each other. When we one of us would approach two girls, the other would come in, come up behind us, grab each other's nipples and go, mm, I bet you like a sashimi style. <laughs> and, and then just leave. And then it was up to us to continue the set. Amazing. Incredible. So yeah, anyways, there's a lot of tit grabbing. Anyways, so that happened. And it blew my fucking mind. All my circuitry is blown because I couldn't believe that I just went up to a girl, put my hand out and started making out of her. And, uh, and I just did it based off of, he didn't, or he didn't tell me about what to do. He just, I think in his mind, he had known if Adam sees it enough throughout the night, he's done so much in the day already. If he just sees it enough, I'm sure he'll be okay. So he just pushed me in. Uh, like you push someone off the fucking edge of a cliff, somehow got it done. Well, then happens, and then Mike was Redbeard Wizard. Mike was there as well, and he was going, "You fucking did it out of it." I was like so excited, I was so happy about it. And then, and then, so now Jordan then goes, "All right, let's go again." Just in that way, just the way that Jordan was like, "Let's go again." And so throughout the night, this now became known as the night as uh, what did we call it? The taste of five lips, the night of five different lipsticks, the five different lipsticks. Throughout the rest of the night, I then accrued four different instant makeouts beyond that. At the end of the night, we just, he just repetition. He was drilling me like a sergeant that in and out, not only on the street, but also in different bars and different clubs that, and he was demonstrating as well. It just became the night of instant makeouts and the night of five different lipsticks for me personally, in which that I just, just replicating the skill set and he just would not let up on me. He's a fucking drill sergeant, which is why I was so scared about it. And that's why I was so scared. Not because I was so scared about... You guys would think like, oh, Adam's so scared about having to go up to these girls at night. No. Why I was so scared at the beginning of that night was because I know what Jordan was going to do to me. I knew the pace he was going to run at because of the pace that we go at in the day, which just no one can compare to. Which is what my bootcamp clients now have the uh, received the benefit of. For those, for those that have been on bootcamp with me, you're like, okay, now I see why out of where the system comes from. Because I've had clients that have come to me from other coaching systems and they go, yeah, we know we did like an hour here and there and then we just like chill out and, you know, meet a few girls here and there and, you know, you know, maybe just do an hour session once a week or so. And it's like, not with me. It's like, no, we, we fuck. It's like, so focused, so drilled, so so much intense volume to get the reps in, to get to get you out of yourself, to stop you from uh, getting in your own way, right? So throughout the rest of the night, I, by the end of the night, I had my the first ever night I learned instant makeouts. I had done it five times past that point, and then he decided that's okay. What time was this, by the way, when we decided? Where he said to me, he looks back to me on the street, he just puts folds his arms, and he goes, "Ah, oh, we're done, we're done for tonight." 
And what time was that? Fucking 4 a.m. Like, what do you mean we're done for the night? It's the next day. The sun is already about to come up because it's summer. And uh, it's like, well, we'll go home now. Uh, and I was so destroyed, but at the same time, so alive. Because when you hit that flow state, you can go all night. So as we did. And then <laughs> one thing I remember, <laughs> I remember one of the demonstrations. Oh, maybe that wasn't this night, but it was one night. But I remember when we were just, because once you unlock instant makeout mode, you then, that's a skill now. And once you unlock a skill, you have access to it. So you want to use it. So sometimes we would just spend nights, entire nights, where that's the only thing we do. No closes. You're not allowed to number close anyone. You're not allowed to get a girl's digits. You're not allowed to plan for a day two. You're not allowed to go back to your place unless it happens as a natural progression. You're not allowed to do anything. You're not, you're not allowed to open with any words. The only thing we do tonight is instant make ass tonight. We have many nights like this. And I remember one of them, I don't know if he's watching this right now, uh, where we were in the woolshed, in the, in the back of the woolshed, there's, uh, it's like a nice kind of classy buyer. Well, it's not that classy, but it's nice and well lit. Um, truly nice area anyway. And there's just like groups of girls sitting at tables, you know, the kind of pirate drum tables. And you know, there's a group of four or five different girls. Jordan's uh, in it with two, and I want to say girls, I should say women, older women at the woolshed of that area typically, you know, late 20s, early 30s. And there's these uh, couple of, Couple of not bad 30-year-olds that he's just getting in shop with. I'm on the other table that's behind them. There's been this kind of African, kind of Swahilian, very Rastafarian type uh, older woman. And, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've walked up to her table. I remember just off the get, just like sitting down there, get that linger, get that hand out. I start making out of her. Her friends are her friends like, she's like, what the fuck's going on here? And she's just like, relax, relax. And so I'm just like, listen, my name's Adam. Because her friend was like getting upset. They would start making out of her. Anyways, Jordan's behind me. And I hear what's going on with his two, with these two women. And I, I say, listen, can you guys like excuse me for a second? Because these two women that he's with are like super dominant, like super in control. And I recognize Jay needs a bit of a hand here. So I take a step to the other drum table. I go in and I say, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Jay's just like, this is this, this is that. And I start talking to uh, the second, the woman he's not interested in. And then Jordan, I don't remember what he said to her, but he said something that got her to say, he's like, what did, What was it? He's like, I think I'm just going to say Susie. It might not have been Susie, but she, she says to her friend, like there's like four of us, me, Jordan, her her friend, she turns to her friend, she takes a puff of her cigarette, she goes, she's like, Susie, watch this. She pulls Jordan by the back of the neck and just starts making out with him. <laughs> she's like, watch this. <laughs> just grabs him, starts making out of him, and and it's just fucking hectic. I'm just watching, I'm looking at her friend, and her friend's like, man. Yeah, fuck, that's about right, isn't it? Like, they're super Aussie women. Like, they're just, she's like, watch this. <laughs> and her friend is like, mm, yeah. And I'm looking at this going, what the fuck's happening here? Like, because this, this is, uh, I think this is what I was still learning is to make out. We're just spending nights working on it. And Jordan's just like, oh, shit, I remember that so well. We always laugh about that. About the way she took a puff of her cigarette, says to her friend, watch this. <laughs> And just pulls Jordan in and starts making out with him. You'd never learn this in the day. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. So there's the instant make-out stories for those of you that, that wanted to learn about how it all goes down. Okay. <clears throat> Let me check how we're going for time here. Okay. Give me one second, guys. I've just got to send... I've just got to send a text because I realized... I said to someone that I'd be available in two hours, but I realized we've just gone over two hours. Give me one sec because I realize there's a super chat, which of course we always on a super chat, which I'm very grateful for. I will address in just a second. I just got to send a text to tell someone who I was supposed to meet. I'm going to be late. Just a second. Just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Okay. Thank you for your patience. Let's. I just realized that I was inside. Come up in here. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. My friends, coming up into this chat. We got our first super chat up in here from T, who dropped an Australian $7 saying, Yo, I got another cue. This last week, I've had some sexual phone encounters with online dating. Here we go. All right. But it's uh Hajimimas. <laughs> but it's uncharted waters for me. He didn't he didn't say that. He's well he said it's uncharted waters for me. Jugyo Hajimimas means uh class begins. He then goes on saying, Do you have any principles or tips about phone sex? <laughs> yes I do. Let's go. That's why we're wearing suspenders today, T. <laughs> this is exactly that type of session where you can just sit back and pull these. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I'm, I'm quite excited about this question. I'm still very awkward about it. Not good at expressing myself vocally, and don't know how to deal with nudes, etc. Watch this, Susie. Yeah, let's go. All right. So we're gonna dive into some hardcore sexual tactics around the phone sex, which I will dare say, as I said, uh, if you guys go to social Q and A tips for. Tips on how to go down on a woman, full body orgasms. It's got like 2,000 something views, which social Q&As never get. People were searching for that shit. Uh, extremely explicit. Extremely explicit sexual tactics. Very advanced content as well. What I'm about to get in with T right here, same and same. Same story, same story. Very explicit and very uh, advanced content we're about to get into with the phone sex. But we haven't done this, so this is going to be good. Um... I just want to say again, though, I didn't say before, T, I'm really grateful for your super chat. For those of you who are wondering what that means, it uh, gets his question bumped to the top. So I know that there's another question we have to address on how to open in the day, but because T was able to drop a super chat here, which just goes back to supporting everything that I'm doing, uh, that gets taken care of first, and I'll give my absolute love to. So, and yeah, I'm just really grateful, T. Thank you. Hontani Kanchesta. And what I said before was, Jugiwa uh, Hajimemas. Means uh, class class is in sesh. Class begins literally. Class begins. Oh, mean a son. But uh, kore wa shitsumon wa moshire. moshire. Very interesting. This question is very interesting. And all I can think about when I when I see this question, all I can think about is the anime uh, Great Teacher Onizuka. Great, t- the jitsu. All I can think about is him just sitting back going, Omoshide. That's all I can think about. <laughs> because this is just such a great question. That's why I've got suspenders. I knew the suspenders would come in handy today. Okay, so let's just get T's question here. Let's, let's rephrase it. 
because I was interrupting with my excitement. T with a $7 super chat says, this last week he's had some sexual phone encounters with online dating, but it's been uncharted waters for him. He wants to know if I have any principles or tips for phone sex. I'm still very awkward about it. Not good at expressing myself vocally and don't know how to deal with nudes, etc. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm just needed. I'm down. I'm down. I'm dialing my mind in here. I'm trying to visualize what you're doing here. I'm not trying to visualize you, but maybe a little bit. But no, I'm just relaxed, chill. A chitske, a chitske, yo. Okay. So for those of you who are not aware, over the last four or so social Q&As, T has been dropping super chat questions about online dating. We schooled him last week on... And uh, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe who provided some real good context last week on the on the on the nature of what our phone slash video dates, which do not, as we ascertained last week, and also in the social Q and A dedicated to online dating, it's on a whim. We're not setting them up as dates. We're not trying to have phone sex with a girl that's planned. That should not be planned. You should not be going in like, for example, if T. I hope T didn't make this mistake. You should not be setting up. If we've already moved past the point of pre-planning phone dates slash video dates, we've already moved past that. Go back to last week and go back to the dedicated uh, Q and A on how to uh, online date during COVID. It's all there. We're not going to rehash all that. It's all been said. So I'm assuming that T has set this phone sexual phone encounter on a whim that it's spontaneous. That let's uh, let's just. Well, I hope that you was a Friday or Saturday night, you fucking had a moment, you gave her a call, you, you dialed her up on WhatsApp, you dialed her up on Instagram, should not have been on the app, should have already been off the app, these are principles, should have already transitioned this interaction off the app, should not be having phone sex and video sex over Tinder or Hinge or Bumble, you should have her on the Instagram or on the WhatsApp, preferably WhatsApp, or just direct phone call, of course. Uh, T then comes in with some context saying, yep, yep, just, yeah, got the spontaneous calls. Yes, sir. So that means T has learned from last week, which means that it validates the work we are doing in these sessions. He is learning. Yes. Very good, T. Very good. I'm very proud of you. That makes me really happy that you're actually applying. Okay. So he's called her up. Ah, it's spontaneous. Okay. So, I'm going to need a little help from T here to give more specific advice. Who instigated the sexual nature, the sexual talk? Because he's telling me here, in your scenario, you said you're very awkward about it. You're not good at expressing yourself vocally. I need to know, how did you guys dive into it? What was the catalyst for you guys transitioning from friend-friend talk to uh, sexy-sexy time talk? That's what I want to know. I want to know what was that catalyst moment? What was said there? If it wasn't, if you know, if you can't remember the exact words, that's fine. But give me the stage. Also, a little bit of extra context as to have you guys ever talked before? Is this the first spontaneous call? <clears throat> is it video or is it just phone? Give me these things. Give me these things. I'll keep talking, but just to help me out. He then goes on to say the girls were instigating and dropping strong hints. I was tiptoeing around it. Okay, give me, just give me an example. Give me one example of these girls instigating 
uh, and dropping strong hits at which that they would be down for sex, uh, phone chat, Se- sexual phone chat, phone sex. Just give me an example. Give me an example. It's just a catalyst of when this is happening in the conversation. And also, if it's your first ever calls with them, that just need, that's a quite an important point. Quite an important point. And yes, don't worry, guys, because I, I, I know I promised that guy earlier in the chat I would describe opening uh, in the day. We will, I will make sure we get that. Okay, so T is just coming in saying, it's happening around the second or third chat slash call. Okay, that's good. So you, that means you guys have had some time to build a little bit more of a connection. So there's a bit more of a trust space, which means that it's actually more of a... It's more concerning to me now then that you're tiptoeing around it. Because if it's your second or third chat or call, you should be willing to have phone sex off the get. <clears throat> phone, uh, if you can, the phone sex, if, like, if obviously if it's right, if the connection's right between you two, the phone sex should be uh, happening off the get. But if you're like in terms of the first call, but if it's, uh, we'll t- I'll explain this later. I'll explain why. Because he's, putting more things in here but all i'm trying to say is that if you're on your second or third chat call with a girl and you're tiptoeing around uh phone sex or phone chat we've got some things to talk about here right, this this should be something you should be comfortable with and we will get you there you'll be i want you, i want you all to be comfortable more specifically t here but i want you all to be comfortable with having uh phone sex and sexually intimate talk of a girl uh off the first discussion obviously it's not going to happen immediately it's going to happen as you guys dive into it but it should be going there. And that's what I talked about last week. That if it wasn't last week, it was the week before. That phone dates and video chats and phone chats, their very nature, because you can't physically touch each other, can be so platonic and can be so friendly. And you want to do everything you can to incite that that flame, that masculine to feminine polarity, and to get a girl excited and to bite and to pull the trigger when you sense her, as T has said here, that girls are giving him strong hints, giving him strong hints and instigating the sexual uh, talk, right? You want to be acting upon that. And if you get a girl on an hour or two hours on a Friday night phone call, you guys have been gone for an hour or two hours, you, you should not be friend-friend. Should not be friend-friend. It should at the least end on a strong inclination that on the next time we talk or the next time we see each other, it's going to get hectic. Like that's how, otherwise don't do it. This is key principles we're talking about right here, but I realize we're skipping steps. So I'll get, I'll get back on this. That's a key point. If you're not willing to get sexual on a phone or video chat, don't, don't do it. Cause you're just gonna, it would be better for you to keep it on type and just wait to see her than to go into a phone video chat and just keep it friendly. That just, that bombs the interaction. Yeah. It just sends the wrong signals. It sends the wrong signals. It's pushing shit uphill when you don't have to. It's like starting at the bottom of a hill when you could have been airlifted to the top. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, let's get back on here. I can explain it a bit more if I haven't been clear enough. Because uh, I'm kind of breezing through a lot of principles here. But, okay. So T's coming with more explicit details saying... As for an example of when the girls are instigating the sexual chat and dropping strong hints, e.g., oh my god, let's not get too crazy. I might whip. 
I might whip my tits out. Excuse me. Excuse me. If you hear a girl say that's not an instigation, that that's not a strong hint. That's more than a strong hint. That is, that's just a, I had to literally take a double take then. But he is written here. He is written. E.G. Oh my god. Let's not get too crazy. Am I with my tits out? <laughs> yes. T, T, if I was on, if I was in the room with you and we had a third headset and I heard that come through the headset, all right, I would have lit, I would have just left the room then and there. I would have left the room then and there. I would have got you a, bo- a box of Kleenex and a, and a, and a, and a tub of, and a tub of lube and a tub of coconut oil at the minimum. Right, if you hear a girl say that, I want you. I hope. I hope. I didn't say. I'm not saying you didn't. But well, no. You said you've been tiptoeing around it. If you, hey, I'm, there's too many questions here. Hold on. He then goes on to say another eg. I'd rather a guy, as in in her words, I'd rather a guy just video call me and we can get off together. Dot dot dot. Linger. In context chatting about nudes that other guys were sending her fuck fuck all right that's what i'm talking about that's this is my response here so we'll break down both of them t please give me your response how did you respond to her when she said to you oh my god t let's not get too crazy i might whip my tits out right when she said that how did you respond how did you tiptoe around i want to hear what your response was because otherwise I'm not entirely sure how I, I got to be specific. I can't give you specific advice if, if you're not going to tell me, if you can't tell me what you did. How did you respond to that? You told me that you were vocally not as expressive, that you're a bit awkward. How were you awkward about it? But more specifically to that specific one, that's a great, that like the reason why I got so fucking excited when I heard you say that is because I've heard that a million times. Like what a girl is saying there. For the other, for those of you who are in the chat, we're still here in class session. This may be a super chat, and uh, we're all very grateful to T for that. But for those of you also in this chat, I want you to dial in here and respond to me in the chat. When a girl says to you on phone, on the on the phone call or video call, and she goes, "Oh my god, let's not get too crazy. I might whip my tits out." What is she actually saying there? Oh my god, let's not get too crazy. What what does she want from you? What's the principle here? What's the principle that T needs to take on? What is she asking for? So you got you guys can chomp on that. I'm gonna get back to T in the chat here. Shit, today is explicit. There's a red E on this session on the iTunes for sure. It's just for sure being demonetized. Okay. Um T then comes in with a whole bunch of laugh emojis and uh, having a good time. And then comes in saying I basically just laughed nervously and ignored it. What? Back to the regular convo. What? What are you talking about, T? This this gets me. This this makes me angry. This makes me angry with a smile. I'm almost as as disappointed in you and as frustrated in you as I was in the guy four weeks, two weeks, three weeks ago. Went through the whole calendar then, didn't I? Uh, of the guy who was like, who made me genuinely angry from a really dark place. This makes me genuinely angry from a very light-hearted place, from a place in which that. Listen, T, I'm I'm being. Uh, I want to be as empathetic to you as possible because I know this is new territory, this is uncharted territory, 
and this is something that I, I'm uh I will say that when I said to you guys in the podcast had tips on going down on a woman at the beginning of that podcast I said to you guys the reason why I consider myself uh, qualified to give this seminar and that was a seminar if you go back and watch it is because I've spent a lifetime uh, exploring the art of going down on a woman and it's something I'm very comfortable with so I spoke like like a professor because I was a professor am a professor in that particular area in this area here like chief mode in this area here when when I say that uh, when we're talking about phone sex here and video and I, t- I mentioned this last week I grew up on phone sex. I came from an era of MSN Messenger, of tags.com, where every Friday and Saturday night, Roy and I were likely booked in for a sesh and not and not for a Call of Duty session, my friends. Like one of us might be playing Call of Duty, but the other one is going to be having phone sex with someone. Right? That was our high school life. That was high school for us coming up. So when I say... Like that that's why it makes me angry, but I've got to remember that a lot of you guys haven't come from that level of experience, and you certainly haven't come from that that era. So, see, when I'm lashing you here, see, it's all tongue in cheek. Uh, I'm just having fun with you. When I say I'm disappointed, when I'm saying angry at you, don't worry. I'm not, I don't. I'm just joking with you. All right, I'm just joking. With you, but listen, I. I can't tell you how many nights my phone battery has died where the, the laptop has died uh, because of how long these these sex, these sex sessions have been going. It's just a, it's a beautiful thing when you actually start to master it. So let's get into the lessons here. Let's get into the lessons. Let's do it. So when a girl... <laughs> T then comes in saying, uh, lol, all good, rip me a new one. <laughs> all right, easy. I love that. Uh... But yeah, then T comes in and he goes on to say, but yeah, I've never had any kind of phone sex before. So everyone, let's please be empathetic to that. I need to be empathetic to that as well. I will definitely go Gordon Ramsay on you for this shit though. Would I, because of what you just said. A few, a few more of you just answering that question because I did actually ask you guys a class question. I know it was a bit further back, but uh, some of you come in with some answers. Ski came in saying, uh, wants you to lead. <laughs> Boom. So what was the class question that I asked you? When... T was getting into is a second or third call of a girl uh, that he met online, and she's dropping a very strong sexual hint. It's more than a fucking hint, though. It's she said to him, "Oh my god, let's not get too crazy. I might just whip my tits out." <laughs> when she said, "But I," the reason why I'm laughing is not because of the because like it's funny of what she's saying. It's funny because of what needs to happen and what didn't happen or what T didn't do. That's why it's funny to me because I wish I had. This would have been a great podcast. Okay. Can we do this? Can we do this? I was going to say, can, this would have been a great podcast to have Roy with me in the room because Roy and I grew up on phone sex together. I'm just thinking about, should I give Roy a call and ask him what he would have said? Uh, no, he, he, no he, he might not. He might not have been put on the spot like that. Even though Roy, like if you meet Roy in real life, he's a fucking loose cannon. He does get a little bit, uh, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a little bit gun shy when it comes to public stuff. Like he's not big on social media and that kind of stuff. I'm not big on using it, that type of stuff. So I won't put him on the spot. But let me say this. If Roy was here, me, me in the room and we looked at each other 
And if, we, if we, he's heard that a girl says to us, oh my God, let's not get too crazy. I might whip my tits out. And we, if he's here next to me, we'll look at each other like right this. We've already started unbuttoning our pants. Like just, we've already, <laughs> already unzipped our pants. That's it. It's go time. Like get the Kleenex, get, get, the, get the box of Kleenex out, get the coconut oil. We're going in for a sesh here. Uh, uh, we would have called each other and said, hey, listen, I'll, I'll be on Call of Duty in half an hour. I'll, I'll be back in an hour. It's, actually, give us a couple of hours. Give us a couple of hours. That's, what's, that's where our mindset is. And the reason why I said that is because Ski is coming with the right answer because the question I asked is when a girl says, oh, my God, let's not get too crazy. I might just whip my tits out. You know, I'm sure she's, she's not saying – I'm sure she's not being aggressive about it. I'm sure she's saying in a very uh, – Mm, mm, kind of way, like, mm, you know, kind of hint, hint, mm-hmm, like, take, duh, duh, yeah, as to what Ski has given the right answer to of take the lead. Well, well, actually, Ski wasn't too confident in his answer. He put a question mark there saying, wants you to lead? You're right, man. She wants you to lead. And then he went on to say, yeah, T happened to, oh, T happened to me. Oh, actually, a couple of you guys then said, Exil then said, T, I've done that in real life. When a girl give me slight signals, no worries, my friend, aka he didn't take the signal. Ski then came in saying, yeah, T, happened to me heaps. Used to just blank out and not take risks. So everyone, we're all up in here being honest about it. Um, This is the one thing that I can't relate to you guys on, though, because in terms of not pulling the trigger on it, because we just grew up on it, just because this was it. Because if you if you if you rewind to thirteen to sixteen year old Adam meeting girls on tag.com with Roy, when we would have Friday Saturday nights doing B and Ting, B and Ting, short for batch and tagging, where you would go on tag.com, you would go through, you set the filter to a or not even necessarily Australia, but girls from eighteen to fucking thirty five or whatever, and and you you set you you set the type of girls you're into. And then you just go through the list and you have a copy and paste message of, hey, my name's Adam. It's fucking nice to meet you. I thought you looked real cute. Hey, and you just go through and you just message this to every single girl you think is attractive. And then you get into conversations with them all. And then you go at each other on MSN Messenger. One thing leads to the fucking next. And all of a sudden, you're doing a, you're, it's Friday night. You said to Roy that we're having a Call of Duty night. Get the Call of Duty food, pizza, and chocolate chips that you get from. The, you know the chocolate chips that you use to decorate cakes? That was Call of Duty food. You get those little bags of chocolate chips. You get a good slice of pizza. You set up for Call of Duty. But if you got that call from a girl and you, that girl, you realize that she's online because, guys, remember, MSN Messenger, you can just see who's online. You slide it in, spontaneous. Give her a call because you see she's just online. You call her up and all of a sudden it's one thing to the next. It's Friday night. What are you fucking doing? She goes, and actually the reason why I'm going in this story is because there's a lesson for T in it. And so I called her on a whim. I called her on a whim and I realized it's like a, it's a Friday night and I'm saying, what are you doing tonight? It always starts that way. What are you doing tonight? Uh, well, my parents, my parents went out and it's just me and my sister at home. And I'm just like, it's you and your sister at home. What's the first thing I'm going to say T? T, what's the first thing I'm going to say? If I call up a girl on a Friday night, you know, we've had a bit of back and forward enough on tag.com where we met, okay, for you, it's it's on Hinge or Bumble or Tinder, but we've already added each other to a private messaging. For me back then was MSN Messenger. For you right now, it's Instagram or WhatsApp or direct messaging. 
Just different errors, but the same principles apply. And that's what's so amazing about this story. All right. And then I said to her, like, what's going on tonight? Because I saw her was online. I, but I spontaneous, I didn't tell her I was going to call her. I didn't say, hey, can I call you right now? I said, nope, I'm just going to call her. I give her that call, try and do video chat. Back in the day, not everyone had a webcam. So at the minimum, video, uh, phone. And she goes, oh, well, it's just me and my sister at home. What am I going to say, T? What am I going to say? This is your lesson right here. This will teach you about how to lead into phone sex off the get. Because remember, I'll do this routinely on the first calls. If a girl says to me off the get that it's just me and my sister at home tonight, a woman, and for the rest of you in the chat, what is she saying? What is she actually saying? No girl says that without ideas of other things. What is she thinking? What is she, why would she say that? Why would she say that? She's not saying to me, oh yeah, I'm doing my homework tonight. Oh, oh yeah, I'm fucking about to bake some brownies. Or yeah, I'm doing my nails. What the hell are you doing, Adam? Who do you think you are? Like, it's, that's not what she's saying. She's saying, mm, well, it's just me and my, my parents are out. Me and my sister, it's just us at home. T, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? Now, of course, you don't have to give the, the exact, you're not going to read my mind, but give me your best inclination. What would Adam say next that would have him and have me taking this to a sexual level, taking this sexual now, because we know the principle of phone calls and phone dates is that we can't physically see each other or touch each other. So we're not going to be best friends. And to set a masculine to feminine polarity, we must act and lead upon sexual intimacy as fast as possible. Lead it as fast as possible. So what's it going to say? I know you're thinking, T, but I'm not letting you off the hook and I'm not letting anyone else answer this for you. What am I going to say? Mm, well, because it's, it's not even as aggressive as your girl who said, oh my God, let's not get too crazy. I might just whip my tits out. It's not even that crazy. It's not tits out for the boys crazy. This is just a girl telling me, Oh, it's just her and the sister at home tonight, and her parents are out. Mm. Oh, oh, right. Come on, T. I know you're here. I know you're here. Give me your best guess. I know you're saying you don't know. That's fine. But if you did know, if you did know, a girl says to you off the get, and if, if because it may be imagining it for you, it's not, it's not coming for you. But imagine Adam. What would Adam then say? If you know Adam wants to take this to a sexual level as soon as possible and that she's actually already indicated that. She's already indicated it for us. By her not taking path, oh yeah, I'm doing my nails or I'm baking brownies or I'm washing the dog tonight and she she tells me off the get, it's just me and my sister and we're just at home tonight, Friday night, right? Exeal has come in with an answer saying, she's saying she's available for Yes, Exil, you're switched on. You're switched on. T then comes in saying, I would have just thought that's normal chat. That's what I'm talking about, T. That is what I'm talking about, which is why you're missing the signals. It's all signals, Jerry. Jerry, it is all signals. <laughs> it's a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> it's signals, Jerry. Okay, so T, I love that... I know, I know, I know that you would have just thought that's something normal that a girl says. That, uh, yeah, it's just me and my sister home tonight. Uh, it's, that's not just something that a girl says. She is clearly telling you what Exil has hit money on 
which is what she's available for. <sighs> okay. Okay. So we've hit the principles of what she's saying. Fantastic. We've hit how to read what she's saying. Fantastic. Okay. Because T, she wouldn't tell me that if she wasn't also leading to something else, which is what Exil is hit on. If she had no inclination or was not ready for sexual intimacy in this tonight at all, or not even ready for that at all, she would give you a very logistical, emotionally devoid answer. Oh yeah, I'm just doing my nails tonight, or yeah, just just doing my homework, or yeah, actually, uh, you just called me at a bit of a rough time, actually, I was just getting my outfit ready for tomorrow, and me and the girls are going down to the, uh, the, the fucking baking convention or whatever it is, right? It's going to be something very logistical, emotionally devoid. But I gave it to you. I said, I said this. Oh yeah, well, me, my parents are out, and it's just me and my sister are home. Just me and my sister are home. There's a lot of charge there about what could be led onto, which is what Exil. I give you a lot of ups for Exil. You fucking nailed that. So T then goes on to say, T comes in saying, if I've missed the signal, what other signals have I been missing? All of them. Fucking all of them, Jerry. Jerry, it's all of them. <laughs> okay? So I'm joking with you, man. I mean, this, this, let's get in here. Hold on. I'm just realizing that person I told that I was going to be late for, because I realized we're going fucking deep here. We're going really deep here. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. MBN, we're good. Jessica, we're good. Okay, relax. Relax, Adam. How much time are we on? How long are we going here for? Listen, we're going for two hours forty. Can I just get? Can I just get a listen? I'm going to, of course, wrap up T's question. It's a super chat, but can I just get some feedback from you guys in the chat here? Are you enjoying this? Is this making sense? Uh, do you want me to continue along these lines? Because this could actually, what I'm kind of discussing here is actually its own podcast. It's actually its own podcast. What we're talking about this phone sex thing should be its own podcast. We should do this next week. Next week we should. Uh, I should do phone sex as, as the thing. Of course, I'll wrap up what I'm talking about here, but I'm just realizing how much there is to discuss. I'm just realizing how much we need to actually get into here. I'll definitely get that other guy's question as well, but this is a super chat, so of course I'll wrap it up. But anyways, let's get back in here. So, Exil then comes in saying, we will learn together, Jerry. That's right, Jerry, we'll learn together. And then T comes in saying, ah, oh, cheers, Exil. Ski comes in saying, own podcast would be legendary. Yes, we've... we've we're probably half an hour, are we? Oh, we're 20 minutes into this phone sexing, and I'm realizing that there's a lot more principles I'd like to talk about. It's actually quite important. So let me wrap up T's specific story here, and then next week, it will be the how-to phone sex during COVID. <laughs> Just during COVID. Uh, no, in general. Okay, so let me get back up here. T, please. Please, I'm not letting you off the hook of this one. Now that you know, because we've given you a lot more enlightenment now, now that you know, okay, she hasn't given Adam a logistical, emotional, emotionally devoid response. She's given me quite an open-ended response that's kind of leading on to suggesting other things, at least suggesting the possibility, just the possibility. If, if the girl doesn't have to say, oh yeah, you know, my parents have gone out tonight and I'm not... And my friends, and my, it's just me and my sister. So therefore, uh, if you want to go straight down to Foxtown tonight, she doesn't have to say all of that. In fact, she's trying not to say that. She's trying to see if you'll lead. 
She's testing your frame. She's testing your masculinity, your social acuity. So just think now, okay, if she's indicating to us, okay, she's open to something. We don't know what something is. What would Adam and what would be the next best thing that Adam would most likely do? Knowing this now. Knowing this now. No, 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 T. We're not cutting this off now. I will finish off your direct example because you donated a super chat. But I will next week go, I will, I will excavate this entire subject. Because this is an entire subject in and of itself. There are a lot of things I have not gone into. We're just going hard on this story. Um, but, uh, but, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Ski comes in saying, own podcast would be legendary. Uh, uh, Exil comes in saying, Jerry, you getting a specified podcast. Wood, wood. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Jerry. <laughs> uh, don't worry. We'll, uh, don't worry, T, we're wrapping this up because I want you to get real value from this because listen, it's going to be a week until the next social Q and A. Uh, so you might have more experiences in the next week. I'm, I am not letting you off the hook of this one. I'll be damned if you get off this, if we get off this um, social Q&A and you tell me next week that sometime in between now and then you had another opportunity to get to nail this and you didn't, and we wrapped it up here so you weren't able to fix it. No, we get the fix now. So just think about it. Now that I know, okay, there's a sexual inclination here. Maybe, but there's definitely the possibility. So instead of going down... Oh, so you're you and your sister are home. Anyways, so how was your week? Or anyways, uh, you know, anyways, I, whatever, just something other random, some other random shit. What, what now would take it down to a sexual line? Give me your best guess. I know you don't know. So even if you don't know, think about what if you did know it would be and if what Adam would do. That would be the first step to making this a sexualized conversation. She said, uh, uh, hey, what, hey, yo, yo, just, uh, you know, I was just Friday night, thought I'd give you a call. What's going on? Well, you know, my parents are out and uh, it's just me and my sister at home, you know, just me and my sister at home. Give me your next best guess. What would be the next best way? What do you think I would do to just make this slightly sexual now? Just to test the water because I don't know. I still don't know. None of us know if she... Is uh, if she's already got her dildo out, none of us know that. But there's only one way we're going to find out. Not that specifically, but if she wants to go down that line, there's only one way, and we have to get sexually intimate about it. But we don't have to. We don't have to build that bridge right now, or we don't have to get to the other side of the river right now. We don't have to get our pants off right now. The dildo doesn't have to have come out right now. We just got to build the next step, the next best thing. I think you might be overthinking it and thinking about just the swashbuckling. You're thinking about the, just the fucking, you know, just uh, how about another one of these? Trying to coconut oil. Coconut oil is not coming out right now. You're thinking too many moves ahead if this is frying your brain. It's actually something very simple. Just think about the scenario. What would be the next best thing that would sexually take you to just a little, little hint of sexuality? That's not really overextending yourself. It's not really, it's not, sorry, it's not too much. Like what I'm thinking is not too much. If, if you're, if you're confused about what to say next, uh, you're probably thinking too much. You're probably trying to process it too much. You're probably trying to put too many moves ahead. You're doing what Johnny Nguyen was doing at the beginning of the session, queuing too many moves. And so you're getting overloaded in your mind. For any of 
For any else of you who are watching this, give me your best guess as well. <laughs> okay, T comes in with his first response, finally. Okay, T comes in saying with a life face, saying, how old is your sister, JK? No clue. That's great. That's great. Yes. It's not the specific line I was thinking, like in terms of the line of path I want to go down, but that's a great line to go down. That's fantastic. It's what's, what T's done there, but then he said no clue. Well, you got it right there. You, you may not know what you've done there, but you've done it. So I'll let you off the hook with that. Let's get it here. So when, if you were to say to, if you called that girl, hey, I know it's random Friday night, but I thought I'd see what's up. So you're online, you know, she goes, hey, yeah, not much. My parents are gone out, but you know, it's just me and my sister are home. And then we say what, and then T takes his best guess at the very next best thing, which is in his mind, uh, how old is your sister? <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's exactly something I would say, actually. In fact, I'm quite sure I have actually inquired to that many times, many times. So, but what's the principle? Because we're not about lines here. I'm not a lines guy. What was I thinking? T, to give you the answer, well, what's the first thing I'm going to say to a girl? What's the first thing I'm going to say? And that if Roy was here and me, with me in the room and we looked at each other and we heard a girl say to us, hey, it's just me and my sister at home and her parents have gone out. The first thing I'm saying to the girl, I don't know about Roy, he's going to say something similar. But the first thing I'm going to say to her is, what are you wearing though? What are you wearing? But hang on a second. I say to her, but hang on a second. What are you wearing? I'm going to say it just like that. I'm going to say it like a kid on Christmas morning with a massive smile on my face. If I hear a girl, if I hear a girl say to me, and yeah, it's just me, uh, me and my sister are, are at home and my parents are gone out. And there's, of course, going to be a linger there if she's saying that. I'm going to say it straight off the bat. But, but hang on a second. What are you wearing? I'm going to be like, what are you wearing? I'm going to say, what are you wearing? Right? Did that extremely – because what does that indicate to her? What, is, what does that indicate to her? Off the get, this has made this sexual immediately. But she, w- but she already inclined for that. She already told me just by not giving me a logical response, giving me something like, oh, my parents aren't home. It's just me and my sister. That signal, as Exil has hit quite perfectly here, is that she's indicating she's ready for something else. She is open to the possibility of something else. Okay? What you said, how old is your sister? Beautiful. I'll definitely go with that as well. hundred times. hundred times out of hundred times. I uh, go with, you know, how old is your sister? Because what does it indicate to her? Now the sexual dance begins. That is the principle T. The principle behind what are you wearing? He's saying that. How old is your sister? Uh, you could go with anything. You could go with anything. Get that, get that girl on the go and say, now it's just like the archives open of just that. The principle of now the sexual dance begins. It's going, oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You know, just another one that comes straight to my mind that brings a smile to my face. It's like, listen, did you, uh, did you not get your fill today? Did you not get your fill today? She goes, what do you mean did I not get my fill? I'm just like, well, are, you, are you a little sexually frustrated? You know, that, that's the first, yeah, that immediately comes to mind. She's going, what? What do you mean? What do you mean I'm sexually frustrated? And then now the dance begins, right? But all it started with was you recognizing the principle of that now the dance begins. Sexual intimacy now begins. So take a crack. Take a swing. The, next, the moment you get a signal from the girl that 
she's giving you linger and open possibilities for where this could go, which she would not be doing if she was not down for something a little bit exciting here. Uh, otherwise, she'd be giving you logical, emotionally devoid responses. It is on you to course correct, and you can be very unsavvy about it. The girl says to you, uh, because your girl said to you something way more aggressive, but I'm giving you a more likely scenario of a girl saying something more subtle, like, oh, you know, just haven't got much to do tonight. Not much. Mm. What if she just says that? Mm, not much. Mm, not much. Right? But, you know, a girl says that I'm not a... My parents aren't home. My parents aren't home, but it's just me and my sister. And just gives you that linger, right? You, you make a joke about how old her sister, what does that indicate, right? Sexuality. That, oh, you might be able to get her sister involved in on this. 100%. Yes. Or if not that, not with a sister. If you go with a, uh, oh, hang on, what are you wearing? That doesn't seem very savvy on paper. Like if you were to write that on paper, hey, how's, how's your Friday night been? She responds, uh, yeah, real good, not much. Parents aren't home. Sisters, just me. And then the next line is Adam semicolon. Hang on, what are you wearing? On paper, that doesn't make sense, which is why this works, because you're taking control now. You you don't need social savviness in this time. Phone sex and having sex with a woman on a phone should be a swashbuckling pirate Jack Sparrow adventure. It should be something where she has to go and go, well, hang on a second. Let me just fucking make sure the doors are closed. Let me just fucking make sure my sister isn't going to come in. Let me just fucking make sure I have got the fucking dildo out of the door. Whatever. Let me just make sure I'm fucking ready here. You know, and that should be your vibe as well. It's just like, oh, fuck. Hang on. I think there's some might be someone down the, might be down the fucking corridor. Give me a second. And then she's just like, ooh, ooh, okay. Mm, okay. Right, it should be that, like, like mm, we're getting something dirty here. We're getting something a bit secretive here. But it all starts with you, and it can only start with you taking that lead, taking that control. If a girl had to say to you, oh, my God, let's not get too crazy. I might whip my tits out. You, sh- you should have already, she sh- her tits should already be out. Her tits should already be out at that point, which is where how you know you missed the signal. If she's actually already at that verbal stage, tits should already be out. You guys should already be in coconut oil land. Coconut oil land? You should have your hands stamped. You should be the fucking mayor of coconut oil land at this point. If she's saying, oh, I better not whip my tits out, I just say your tits already should be out. Right? That, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so... So T said, uh, oh yeah, I've uh, one girl asked me what I was wearing <laughs> and she and T said in response to her, I just said, um, my clothes. <laughs> okay. So as funny as it is, the reason why it's so funny is because it's just a complete abomination of missing the signal, the sexual signal. But T, now that you know the principle. What would your response now be? So let's finish it here. So I don't know. You had a moment. You had a moment. You had an hour, two hours before you said you're going to meet Ski uh, at ABC's on Swanson Street. But you, you say you got a couple hours. You meet Ski at 10 p.m. It's 8 p.m. And you're like, fuck it. I haven't called this girl in a while or we had a great chat yesterday or a great chat yes, uh, the day before. I'll see if she's available. Just have a chat. You give her a chat. 
Uh, I give you a call. You give her a call on WhatsApp. She picks up. And you say, hey, you know, I just, I was thinking about you. You kind of popped into my mind. I just want to see what's up. And she goes, oh, that's so nice of you. Uh, actually, it's just, you know, my parents, parents actually are out. And, you know, it's just me and my sister at home. Okay. Let's say that you've gone with, hang on a second. What the hell are you wearing? As you can see, now we're swashbuckling. Now we're pirate mode. Okay. And she, that's going to send a signal to her that just goes, oh, okay. Okay. Right. She's like, what am I wearing? Right. She might come back at you and say, what are you wearing? Right. Because now the dance begins. She might be a little bit timid. She might not just go, well, I'm in my Victoria's Secret, but she might go, well, what are you wearing? To the point of what you said. Now, instead of saying back to her, um, my clothes, how would you now progress this? Just take me one more step. Take me into the step that would now lead you into full-blown phone sex. Because it should full-blown phone sex shouldn't be too many steps ahead from this. One or two. Just give me now. Finish it up here. Finish this up. Because Ski's, Ski's waiting for you at 10 p.m., but you've got a good couple of hours. So let's not fap about here. Let's not have an hour-long conversation dancing around and tiptoeing around the fact uh you can, and this is how you can see how phone sex should happen so quickly. It should get to this level so quickly if you're attuned to her social cues. If you're attuned to the fact that she's lingering, she's giving you open-ended responses, open-ended possibilities, her vocal tonality, right? And that you, it's just like our sexual progression in real life, that it's just one step to the next, green light, red light. When I say to her, Hang on, what are you wearing? If she didn't respond well to that, that's it. Red light, back it up. But if she responds in the dance and goes, well, what do you mean what I'm wearing? What do you, what do you mean? What, I'm, what are you wearing, right? A lot of girls going to come back at you like that. And then you know, if Roy and I are in a room together and we hear that, it's like, all right, that's it. That's it. I'll see you in half an hour. I'll see you in an hour. Where's the coconut oil? That's it. It's done. And if you can recognize the signal that quickly, that's why you will you will get into pirate mode. You will go into pirate mode and you will take the reins and you will uh, escalate things very quickly because you realize that's what she wants. She wouldn't be coming back at you like this if she wasn't ready. Sisters aren't, uh, parents aren't home, just home with her sister. You've given her a very clear statement of sexual intent. of like, what the hell are you wearing right now? Because that's not relevant to the conversation. It's not relevant to the conversation what she's wearing. So it can only mean one thing, that this guy is trying to turn off the heat right here. She gets it. And so she goes, what am I wearing? What are you wearing, right? So she comes back at you. What are you now going to say to sexually progress it? Finish, finish this up here. Because I realize there's, there's a lot more I'd like to dive into on phone sex. But I've, there's one more question I've got to, because this is going to be its own podcast. Uh but there's one guy I've got to answer a question about opening, which I can do in three seconds, of course. But, but uh, just finish it. I'll give you a few seconds here. I'll give you a few seconds here. And, and it's, uh, it's, again, don't overload your mind. Don't, it's not like, oh, the next step is, would you like to have phone sex? <laughs> not that. Not that. Just think about one level deeper. Next best thing, you've got clarity, confirmation now that, okay, we're in here. We're in on this now. What are you going to do next? 
Okay. T responds. T responds saying, Oof, just got out of the shower actually. Got my fluffy towel. We're in towels, Jerry. George, I should say. George, we're in towels. That's another Seinfeld reference. But George, we're in towels. <laughs> if you guys don't know it, that's the episode uh, where the girl has a dude and Jerry and George have to manage a relationship with one girl together. They help each other out. It's great. But we're in towels. <laughs> okay, so anyways, back to T's response. So I'm just visualizing the episode. So T's saying, oof, just got out of the shower, actually. Got my fluffy towel. Okay, good. Good, you're on the same line? You're on the same line? You're, 50, you're taking me 50% of the way, though. You're taking me halfway. I like that you've now progressed the sexual intent. Oh, sorry, that you've acknowledged the sexual intent, but you haven't actually progressed it. You're still at the, you're kind of still at the same level. You kind of, the way that phone sex progresses and the way that you progress to phone sex and you escalate it is literally that so, that it's an escalation, that you want to step it up every response, that no, no response from you to her should ever be at the same level. If we've gone with, if we, if you've said, if this is the way the conversation is hypothetically has gone in which that, hey, she told you that her parents aren't home, but she's just with the sister, lingers, and you say, hang on, what are you wearing? That's a huge escalation. Boom. That takes it to the next level. If she reciprocates well and goes, well, what, what do you mean what am I wearing? What do you mean what am I wearing? What are you wearing? So she meets us at that level. That's all we're looking for. That's a green light. She meets us at her level. We don't need her. We, she should never really be a step ahead of us. If she is, we've messed up. We've messed up somewhere. We messed. Uh, we missed a signal somewhere. It should always be us escalating. She meets the level. We escalate. She meets the level. We escalate. She meets the level. That's how this dynamic should be when you're on the phone. That indicates that you're in control. That you're leading as the masculine being. Okay. So I like that because this is a good change for you, and you're learning new things here. That you said to her, oh, I just got out of the shower. I'm still in my fluffy towel. I'm in my fluffy towel. That's good. That that's that's sexual. That indicates to her, uh, you know, you it gives her a visualization of what your body might look like. She's seen photos of you. Maybe it might instigate her to say, oh, maybe she sent me a photo. That's great. That's good. But then remember, but if you see right there, it's it's, it's good in that sense of that it's sexual. But now you put it on her. She when I said there, it might get her to say, hey, send me a photo. Well, that's her leading now. And now you're having to meet her level. Now you're no longer in control. Now that's her escalating it. That's not what we want. We want to be escalating and have her meet our level. These principles, son. All right, so I'm just not not saying that to you. I'm saying that this should be its own podcast. So I wrap it up here. So all you had to do in your response, you're halfway there, is just go, oof, you said, oof, just got out of the shower, actually, got my fluffy towel. That's great. Then just tag on an escalation. Just add an escalation onto the end, right? And the escalation from me personally, just to bring this to a final close here, is that the next, if I've, if we've taken, that's what's been said. She goes, well, what, what am I wearing? What are you wearing? It's like, well, I just got out of the towel, actually. Got out of the shower. I just got my fluffy towel on, right? But, but uh, I think you need to go to another room. I think you need to go to another room right now. That's the next thing that's coming out of my mouth. And we've only, we've, we've probably only fought a minute 
maximum three, five minutes into this conversation, right? But you see what I did there? Escalated. So it's great. The fluffy towel is fine. It's nice and sexual. It's good. It's playing in the dance. It's good. You just missed out an escalation point. So I'm going to escalate it by saying, oh, yes, actually, just cut out of the shower. Actually, just cut out of the shower. Still my fluffy towel, which means that, and this is the lesson for you, which means that, escalate, which means that you need to go to another room right now. Why? Why? Then she meets the level. Then she meets the level. Remember? Escalation, she meets the level. Why? Why would I need to go to another room? Listen, I don't have time to argue with you. Just go to another room. She's going to be like, okay, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a fucking sec. I just got to make sure my sister's not, not here. And now we're in the fucking Jack Sparrow escalation. And it's been a dance the whole way. We've been socially aware the whole way. We've been getting clear feedback from her the whole way that this is what she wants. Otherwise, we would not be escalating. You only escalate to the next stage if she meets you at that level. So it's always this closed feedback loop. There's no extraneous variables here. This is why... This is this is shit that I should have a fucking ebook on. This is the stuff that we Roy and I just drilled and drilled and drilled when we were in high school. Uh, that that the... <laughs> that when I just think back of, of, of how much... Like it's only just dawning on me now how much experience I have in this area which is why this is just so natural. Like it's so, it just makes so much sense. And it makes sense as to why phone sex shouldn't happen several hours into a conversation or an hour into a conversation. Why most of the time, the escalation into phone sex happens within minutes. Within minutes, if you're actually attuned to the signal, if you're actually taking control, if you're swashbuckle, if you're in pirate mode. And let me finish this just for the, now I just, I just want to make, does that make sense to you? I know there's a lot of stuff that I know there's still a lot of question marks. I know. We can't go into all of it right now. This requires its own podcast. But does it at least, this should get you, this should tide you over till next session in which that, okay, the one thing that Adam's isolated for me that I'm doing wrong is that I'm not, well, number one, I'm not acting upon the sexual signal fast enough or I'm not at least in that mindset. So that's the summary there. From the moment, get into sexual... The moment you go to phone call a girl, don't phone call a girl if you're not prepared to... Uh, if it's going to be that, you know, that one spontaneous. I'm not talking about just the random video message. But like an actual call, don't go into it if you're not prepared to go into phone sex that night. Just don't do it. So you got that mindset. Good. Because what are we talking about there? It's not about the phone sex. It's about the connection between you two. Cementing a strong connection. If you're not willing to do that, don't go into a phone call. We don't want any of these friendly phone calls, okay? Because it's just a recipe for disaster. So we fix that, cool. If you can fix that in between now and the next week, cool. Then the main tactical thing you need to fix is that, okay, it seems that I'm not escalating and I'm missing that sexual signal. But first off, the signal will never come if I don't take control. So how do I take control? That I just take the reins of this interaction and I just send, I just send it. I just say to it, listen... Like, listen, I gave you one example that I that I've just ran just because I generally want to know. Because it's the first thing that gets me excited about a girl when I'm on the phone with her. It's like, what the hell are you wearing? Right? That's so that's you taking control. But it doesn't have to be that. It could be anything. The principle, don't take the line, take the principle. The principle is take control by making this a sexual conversation. Step one. And then see if she meets you at that level. If she responds with 
what am I wearing? Why? Why do you want to know that? What do you want to know? Oh, what the hell are you wearing, right? She gets back in the dance. Cool. Green light. Now, escalation. Take it to the next step. Don't just say I'm in a fluffy towel. Add on. I'm in a fluffy towel, which means that you need to get into another room right now. Cool. Read it. Does she meet you? What's an example of her not meeting you going, oh, actually, yeah, now's not a good time. Okay, well, then she's not going to meet you. Or if she tries to divert and go, if she's a bit nervous and she's not ready yet, and she goes, oh, uh, well, or she gives you a bit of a giggle, kind of giggles and goes, well, yeah, anyway, so what are you doing tomorrow? You know, that's not her meeting you at that level. That's a diversion. That's her stepping down. So you step down as well. Some girls are going to be like that. But a lot of girls are just going to keep meeting. They're going to keep meeting and they need you to keep leading. Okay? So, but yeah, and then that's just the escalation points for you there. Okay? So, T came in saying, yeah, making sense. We found a gold mine of questions here for further exploration. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I thank you very much for this super chat because that was, this is gold. It's absolutely gold. And yeah, we'll, we'll make a good fist of this. We'll make a good fist of this next week. Hopefully get you into some good fisting as well. <laughs> uh, I see. The reason why it's funny to me is because uh, I don't know. I'll save that. I'll save that because I'm going to get to the opening question. So, my friends, there is one question that I said I would answer right at the beginning of this social Q and A. Shaki Chan asked me how to open a girl. So I set out to answer it as rudimentary as it is. So let's get it. Where is he? Where is it? It's like right at the beginning. Oh, here it is. Okay. Chuck John comes in, had come in saying, I couldn't find the opening as a king video. So as I'm on a day three of my first 30 day challenge, I was wondering if you could explain how to open. And how do you know when to move into qualification? Thanks. So I've definitely explained this in many, many uh, social Q&As. Uh, even recently as well, actually. But because I normally I probably wouldn't answer this question because um, I'll just say just go through the channel. But because he's on his first ever 30-day challenge, he gets some respect for me from that. I respect that. So, and to his question of he couldn't find opening as a king, yes, that video has been taken down. Go back to my channel and type in the end of day game, question mark, why I had to take removal of my infield. You'll get the answers there. Don't have time to explain that now. So, how to open a girl. In the day, my friend, Shaki, and also, yeah, just well done you being on your first 30-day challenge. Let me know how it goes by the end. Uh, so, how to open the girl. So, First off, there are only two key components to opening a girl in the day, direct, which is number one, intent. Number two, <laughs> that's actually the most important, but it's actually not what comes first. What comes first is context. Context and intent, or if you want to switch out the word intent for compliment to be more direct about it. So what does that look like? See a girl walking down the street. All right, let her walk by. Excellent. Turn your ass around. Give her plenty of space. You're going to stand. You're going to do a direct stop, which means you've got to come all the way, all the way in front of her, standing and planting your feet directly in front of her, eyes to eyes, shoulders to shoulders. So she's here, go all the way around the front, give her plenty of space and arcing motion, stop in the front, plant your feet. That's the physical mechanics of the direct stop. Cool. What are the two things that you need to convey? 
context and intent, or like I said, you can switch out the word intent for compliment. That's what it's going to sound like. But intent is the principle. So context, how the fuck I got here and why the fuck I'm here. That's actually both of them together. How the fuck I got here? Yo, excuse me, miss. I was literally just with my mate. I was literally just walking my way. I was just at the market. I was just in the coffee store. I was literally just in the library. Whatever you were doing, right? you don't have to, there's no lines here. It's the structure. The structure is context. She needs to know how you came into her life. If you just go straight into intent, you just run around and say, yo, miss, hang on, you're beautiful. Or hang on, I think you're very sexy. That's great, but who the hell are you? How'd you, how'd you get in here? So give her the context of how this is happening, how this has come to be. Uh, many a times, you know, just I was literally, I was literally just tying my shoelace. If you were, if that's what was happening, just be real about it. Whatever the fuck was happening, I was with my mate. Cool, I was with my mate. I saw you. That's context done. Now, I know it's gonna sound a bit random. This might sound a bit strange, or you know, whatever. But I saw you, and I thought you looked beautiful, so I had to say, "Hey, my name is Adam." There you go. There's the intent. Chuck in your name, shake your hand. That's it. That's the intent. She needs to know why you're there. You give her the context. You give her the intent slash compliment, right? But the, com- the com- I used to say context and compliment because there's two C words and it just rolls off the tongue. But the compliment's not so important. It's the intent. It can be, I, think, I just think you look super interesting. I think you look kind of mesmerizing. I think you look a little bit magical. I think you look fucking beautiful. I think you look very sexy today. Uh, you know, saw you and you just kind of blew my fucking mind. You kind of took my breath away. The, the lines are not important. You shouldn't be using lines. It's presence. Whatever she inspired within you, deliver it with sexual intent. There's your intent. Done. Okay? That's all you have to do to be able to open a girl. Uh, I th- uh, but I do respect you for being on a 30-day challenge. Well done. Well done for just getting on it. But uh, I want to see what you do by the end of it. Send me an email at adamatboldoja.com with uh, how the end of it goes. Be interesting. Okay, so... Now that we wrap that all that up, I need to take a fat piss. I've had a solid 800 mils here. Uh, <laughs> I need to take a fat piss. But I want to thank all of you for being in on this session. On the threat, the first crazy sex stories segment uh, of the social Q&A. So I just want to remind you guys, this was the first one. And I used a story that was blue tick verified, which means that it's one of my close mates. I know this story. He's told me this story. I know it's 100% legit, but now to keep this series rolling, I want you guys to send me in your crazy sex stories. Please do us all a favor. Don't waste our time with lackluster stories. And if you guys want to know what lackluster is, you just have to go back to the beginning of this. You know what sets the bar for crazy now? Right? Some shit. Right? Some shit. Okay. Please don't waste our time with lackluster stories, all right? Consider, like, it might be crazy for you that it was your first ever, you know, pull out of the bar. That's great. But there has to be something exciting about it that we can all learn something from, okay? That's what defines crazy. Something exciting, something that's crazy about it. That It's a not your normal, not your regular, meet a good, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give you guys a crazy, call a crazy sex story of me meeting a woman in the street, cold approach, going on a day two, having a great day too, coming back to my place, cooking dinner, and then having sex. That might be crazy for some of you, but not if you consider someone who's been in this journey the whole way through. This series is not targeted at beginners. It's full scope. We're thinking about everyone here. So 
It's not to say that beginners can't bring in their stories if it's crazy. That's fine. It's not about where you are on the journey. Just about the story itself. So please, just if you're going to send me the stories, please uh, let's make it. Let's make it a bit hectic. Let's be selective with them. Um, and then part two, just it does no one any benefit if you lie. Like I'm, we could all we could all sit there and conjure up the craziest sex stories, right? But it just doesn't. Like why? Why would you do that? It's like I could come on here and just lie about shit to you guys all day, but why? It's just, it's like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's just, it's disheartening. I don't think any of you would, but for those of you that might be like a five, ten-year-old, they're going, oh, maybe I'll send in my crazy sex story. Get Adam to read it out. Please don't. Like, just be real about it, guys. Let's use the honor system here, okay? All right, let's be honorable. Let's be honorable Bushido. Let's use the Bushido code, and let's be honorable warriors. Uh... And so, yeah, so we'll do that as frequently as, po- uh, well, as frequently as possible. You know, at least once a month, I would like to do a crazy sex story. Uh, yeah, I want to try and reach out to some of my female friends and get some of theirs as well. And that should be good from a female perspective. But from your guys' perspective, I'd love it. And if you guys are watching this in post, just hit a thumbs up on this video, help support the video, and drop it in questions in post as well. Next week will definitely be phone sex. We'll definitely do a full podcast on phone sex. T, thank you for your super chat. And thank you to everyone who is live in the class and Ski and Johnny and Axel and uh, all of you guys that were involved. Much appreciated. So until next time, wishing you guys the absolute best. Much peace and much joy. Ciao. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget... That guide to meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to, actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said... I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.